For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this morning and for the great privilege we have to hear the incorruptible word of the seed of God. That which we understand made the world. For by faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. And so, Lord, today as we come to your word, we ask for wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, to know you, to understand your word, to be engaged by you, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Clap for Jesus, and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, we are almost at the end of the year. When it began, it looked so far away, but to the glory of God, it has come upon us. And um, what can we say than to say thank you? So I want to preach about thankfulness. This was our year of being thankful. So even this service is part of our convention also but today we are we are moving even higher we are going to have service all day with lunch on the grounds so you eat around hang around and then experience these services Plus 4 p.m. Um, he gave gifts unto men conference. Yes. It's our Thanksgiving convention. Now we began. Hello, am I on air? We began this uh, beautiful. He gave gifts unto men. He gave. He gave gifts unto men conference. On Friday, with my dear friend Reverend Dr. Kojubuat in Bempa, and um, it was a beautiful. How many were there on Friday? Okay, how many couldn't make it? Clap for Jesus. I believe that. Um, what I'm about to share is very, very important. And the master key to being a grateful, thankful person is remembrance. Yeah. See, remembrance. In Psalm 78 
and verse 42. The book of Psalms 78 and verse 42. It says, They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. How he had wrought his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoan, and had turned their rivers into blood and their floods that they could not drink. He sent diverse sorts of flies. God is describing when he brought Israel out of the bondage of Egypt. And he's describing how he, he, he did mighty things. Hey! So he was saying that he turned their rivers into blood. One of the, I think there were nine different plagues that came upon Egypt. And then, in fact, eight of them were so some way, so he's describing, the, the, the was, you can't drink water. You imagine a time where there's no water to drink. I mean, when you are thirsty, you can't use Coca-Cola to quench your thirst. Neither can you use Fanta or Sprite or Sobolo for that matter. Even Sobolo, I think you need water. Or you don't you need water? Even Coke, you still need water to make Coke. Everything that is liquid seems to need water to make it work. Hey! Unless it's a smoothie. So if you are thirsty, huh? I believe they top up with some small water. Look at it. You can't escape. So he was trying to show them that he was trying to make it so unbearable for Egypt to keep the Israelites that he turned their rivers into blood. So you fetch water and you are going to drink. When you lift it, hey, it is red. You have to throw it away. Then you go and look for another well. When you fetch the water from it, it is also blood. Hmm. Flies came on them. Maybe you may not be averse to flies, but honestly, me if I see one fly hovering around and the food is not piping hot, I will not eat at all. I will not eat at all. I will never look at the food even. Even if it's very nice. Sometimes... You know, Ghanaian buffet. The other day, somebody told me, I said, what do they have on the table? It was a buffet, you know. And then I said, I asked that, what do they have? And the person said, oh, Ghanaian buffet. Like, Ghanaian, everything is there. So I asked, do they have watches? Oh, uh, Ghanaian buffet. That means there'll be fufu, there'll be til- um, uh, there'll be wache, there'll be kinky, there'll be tilapia, there'll be pepper, great pepper, and black pepper and green pepper. And then what else would they have? Garifoto, Abapransa, Palava. And, and sometimes when you look at the array, the arrangement of the different things that are of, or even there's even a Tuzafi. Is that also Tuzafi? Yes. TZ. TZ. Then Omutu. Everything is there. 
So that it's like from Gambaga to Accra and from we also to Qatar, you see that all the foods are around. <laughs> it's a song, it's a line in my school's anthem. Yes. So it, it's sort of, I don't know whether, you know, from the tip of the, the north to the south, it's just a way of describing north, south, east and west. From Gambaga to Accra, from we also to Keta. We are brothers and our mother is our school. That's how they sing the song. <laughs> anyway, all the different dishes will be there. If you like, if you are into Voltarian dishes, you will see Akpale there and Fetri Dechi and Awakpale and Jangpale and Ayikpale and Bobitabi. Oh yes, there are different, different things. And there are some people, if they go and they don't see these things, like they have not eaten. It's like rice and some of you, everything is rice. No, no, some people, if they eat rice, it's like they have now a starter. It's status. It's not, it's not like they have eaten. It's like, where is the main meal? Where is the kinky? Where is the bankun? Where is the fufu? It's like there's no fufu. You say you have given us food. We cannot see that we have eaten. And within 10 minutes, they are hungry again. Because rice melts very quickly from their system. There are some people like that. There can even be a checker. Sometimes they cross a little bit into the neighboring countries and bring some of their dishes from there. But when flies are around, it means typhoid. It means cholera. It means what? Dysentery. Yeah. That's why when you go for some parties, by the time the morning has come, you have gone to toilet about seven times. Yeah, because salad. Me, I don't eat salad outside. I'm announcing to you, if you invite me to your house, I don't eat salad outside. I eat salad in my house. Yeah. Very, very rarely will I touch salad. And when they will see flies walking around, they are looking for their salad. They will come and sit on it. And when you see a fly, you remember this, that they have gone, you know, like behind your house, there's a, a non-completed building and there's a yard which is overgrown. It's a toilet, public toilet. And there's toilet and the flies have been fellowshipping with the toilet. Ah. So when you see them in your house, they've been walking on toilet. Every fly walks on toilet. They are attracted to feces. Am I saying something wrong? Don't, didn't you learn about flies in the medical school? Yes. Flies. Huh? Musca domestica. Musca domestica. Yes. When you see a fly, I'm telling you, you, you may say, I'm saying, but every fly you see has sat on the toilet. Either human toilet or dog toilet or chicken toilet or, or cow toilet or cat toilet. I mean, by all means, they, they cannot walk without eating something like that. But that's their main attraction. You see, so when you see a fly in your kitchen, know that toy, and then they have hairs on their legs. So when they sit, you see, you, you, you imagine putting your hand in, let's say, pudding, like cocoa or um, Tom Brown, take Tom Brown. When you put your hand inside like this and you bring it out, what will happen? Oh, you wouldn't mind me. There will be some of the Tom Brown on your fingers. So if you had hair on your hands, eh, there will be more Tom Brown. Yeah. So when they go and sit on the Tom Brown 
of human beings or the Tom Brown of dogs or Tom Brown. <laughs> yeah, they bring. Uh-huh. So God sent flies. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that God sent flies. And the flies that they saw were a lot. Even one Crimea and Rana, we are much more when everywhere, it's like everywhere you are, they are all over the place. It's like, hey, problem being crying. They are on your food, and then you are making your soup. Sometimes the soup you are making, the heat and the steam can catch a fly in the air and drop it in the soup. So this time there's not the leg, so the whole inside of the flies has joined your stew. Yes. And it's like, what? This plant is soup. I should pour it away. Then death and me affair will be fellowshipping. I can then end there today. I am dead already. I will eat it. Cry. African gems are not harmful. Yes. And then you, you pull up a scripture that it's, I shall, if I drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm me. And that uh, it is sanctified by prayer and by the word of God. Yeah. So the flies were in their soup, in their banku. It's like you are turning the banku. When you turn, then the fly goes here. So you did it, then it went about seven went here. So they mixed with your thing. Ah! Never eat cold food. Those of you who eat around, you see, the food is always by gutter. Always. Because where would they? They don't have any proper. In Ghana, we have open gutters. That's why I say, oh, I've got typhoid. I've got, they say it's malaria, but I've treated malaria, it's not going. Later they saw it's typhoid. Later they saw it's this. Later they saw it's this. Because the flies have brought them. Somebody who had dysentery or who had cholera has gone to poopoo in the forest or the bush just around your house. And the flies, 814 of them, they were eating there. They ate. By the time they got up, the food was finished from the forest. <laughs> then they, with this food, they arm themselves. They are coming to your house. On your salad. Ghana for you like eating with your hand. You'll be licking all the food that the flies have also eaten. You're also licking some. I'm making it so graphic so you can understand the danger of flies. Me, when I see flies in my house, there's a, there's a, a problem. I'll be shouting. How did it get here? One, only one, or not even two, only one. Hey, who brought this fly here? Come on. We'll go and bring. Is there any mosquito spray? Go outside, go and bring some. You see me holding the spray, looking for the fly. I'll kill it. I'll never sleep without with a fly in the house. Never, never, never. Overnight, never. Even in the night that I'm not eating, I'll kill it before I sleep. Hey. He said, Demon has entered my house. That demon can bring a problem. I can't even come and preach. Yes. You see that today you are going to preach and then suddenly it's like the fly's effect has come upon me. Then I have to go. Then I'm here. They say, the strong Christians are finishing in their last song. Bishop, they are about to call you. I say, I'm coming. Let them sing another song. <laughs> hey! Then you are here. When you introduce your topic, no. It's like, hey, am I safe? I so. Am I okay? Do you think it's, everything's okay? Praise the Lord. Asu, let us pray. Hold the microphone. I'm, I'm lead prayer. I'm coming. Lead prayer. Yes. Just pray for being thankful and thanking God. Let's begin to thank God. Everybody lift your hand. Let's thank the Lord. I'll be back. Asu, I'll be back. Then I hand over. Hey! 
Do you see? So, God did all these things for the Israelites to prove to them that he loves them as his people. And he blessed them. Look at something. Then the Bible says, he sent diverse sorts of flies among them, which devoured them, and frogs which destroyed them. And he gave also their increase unto the caterpillar. That the harvest in the farm, caterpillar chewed all the corn, like all the leaves. When they woke up in the morning, everything on the farm was finished. Caterpillar, eh, I've lived in Tamale before. And I've seen a swarm of them coming on the farms. They, they sit on the, the leaves and they bore holes. It's like where they are sitting, they are eating and then it becomes a hole. It's like they are eating that part of the leaf. And when they become a lot and they are sitting on one stretch, it's gone. So when you, you come after some two days, you see that the whole place is finished. Oh yes. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore tree with frost. He gave up their cattle also to the hail and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. Hey, he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, trouble by sending evil angels among them and made a way to his anger. He spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence. But sm- and smote all the firstborn. That was the last one. After all the nine plagues had finished, Pharaoh said he would still not let them go. And God said to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh that I'll kill your firstborn. I'll kill the firstborns of every household in Egypt. And any household in the house of the Israelites who do not mark their doorposts with blood, even the Israelites, because the angel of death is coming through the land and he will kill everything there. The firstborn will be dead by the morning. So if you like, don't mark your doorpost. And some of you, if you were there, you wouldn't have marked your doorpost. Because when we give the announcement in the church, you will never do it. If they say come, you will not come. If they say rise up to pray, you won't pray. Even pastors, some pastors will be gone. The firstborn in your home will be gone because you won't do it. You will not get up. Say, we are praying at dawn. You see, pastors are sleeping. Oh, yes. Before the shepherds and before the members. Oh. Mark your doorpost. The angel of death is coming. Oh, say, hey. Hey, they sent a message. Eh? When did they send a message? Ha, mark your post. You are not discussing when the message came and where it is and which platform it is on and whether which color of flyer is it that I should read it well. Hey, I'm sorry, ma. Almost what day? Sure. If you follow sheep, eh, you would the shepherd cry if you are not careful. That's why Moses was leading them. By the time the whole thing was over, Moses couldn't get to the promise. Like they were troubling him too much. Hey, when he brings water from the rock, they will be complaining. If they don't have water, they will be complaining. When water comes from the rock, miracle like we are standing here and then I go and hit like this big column there. It's a double column. An expansion joint is in the middle of this big one here. It's, it 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 helps the building to breathe. This big column. There are about three of them or so. And, and, and I go and hit it. Pop! And then water is coming. Cool water like 
very fresh cold water and everybody is bringing your cup to drink is it not a miracle and yet when they saw it they complained they said, ah, what type of people are these it's a normal human uh, thing whatever you do for people there's a spirit of ingratitude that is inside us yeah it's not that things are not done but things are done but there is a particular thing in us which can make you not say thank you when something good has been done yeah and they did that Moses became frustrated God said to him that speak to the rock you hit it first but now speak don't don't but the people complain too much and Moses and you brought us here to kill us and you brought us here look at your face you Moses eh? we're eating garlic in Egypt we're eating cucumber in Egypt we're eating onions in Egypt we had leeks in Egypt we were eating swatching you have brought us now only manna you give us this dry manna Ah, one way at the Anibeni. Oh, meanwhile, when they were in Egypt, too, even though they were eating all these things, they were slaves. Because you can be eating nice, but you are not free. And they complained. Ah, God said, No, these people, I don't like them. They complained. And Moses, at a point, he said, God says, Speak. He says, These people have ruined me. I will, I will give them water. Then he struck the rock again. Pam! And water came. The water came, but God said that, why did you strike when I said you should speak? And the people no more harm me. There are some of you independent girls. You, ind- you advise them. They will never take us. No training from background. No mother woke them up early. No father shouted at them to clean their rooms. Okawaria as some Papa be a matin, he said. Very difficult. See, these boys, they don't know anything apart from pornography. So, how to talk to a girl, how to talk to a, they, their mouth is just full of, ah, as if you are just shouting at some workers on their side. Hey. Hmm? It was in them. And God said, they remember, you see, we was listening audience and said, they remembered not his hand. They remembered not his hand. You don't remember. Number one, remember his salvation. Number two, remember his healings. Number three, remember his deliverance or deliverances. Number four, remember his protections. Hmm? Now you don't remember. That's why you can even make an excuse that I don't have a house help to look after my children. And you used to bring your children to church even though you didn't have a house help. Now when there's a meeting, I can't bring my children. I can't have to stay in the house. You know, this and that and that. I have to go to work the next day. Even that is the one that sometimes I think it angers God. So some people lose their jobs because it's too contending with God in their lives. Be I have to go to work the next day. Do you know something? It's not easy for me. The traffic, because of the traffic, if I come for evening meetings. Meanwhile, you watch movie till the night into the night while we were doing worship and doing thanksgiving convention you are watching a movie you are not online you are not online 
You see, and I'm trying to help you to know that there are things God does in our lives. You have to remember them. Remember them. Remember God. Um, with respect to God, remember Him. Remember His salvation. Remember His input. Remember His help. Eh, have I given you help? Remember, remember, <laughs> remember His provisions. God provides. Everything you have is from God. Always remember that it is from God. It is of God. It is from God. Remember his provisions. Remember his favors. His favors. The favor you have, you may think that because you are nice. But I tell you that you will be surprised that it's not from your niceness. It's from God. Yeah. Even that you are nice. Ask yourself, did you make yourself? I know, yes, you've enhanced your face a bit with some mascara and rouge and um, some pons, foundation and some concealers to conceal some of the potholes. So it looks a bit straighter and smoother than it was before. <laughs> yes. Yes, you've done that. But even there are some people, no matter the enhancement, they can't reach your level without anything. Because sometimes your shape, the shape of your face, the size of your nose, the shape of the nose, the flatness, the pointedness and all that. That's why Michael Jackson went to point his nose. But well, flat now and, so, and, fa- and then he went to do surgery and then they baked it like that. But he didn't know that when he was growing, that artificial one doesn't easily grow with him. So when he was growing, it was also changing. And at a point now, I mean, I, I hear some way. Because hey. what God gave you it's the best for you. God knows you that when you are growing, some of you who are short, eh, praise God, oh, because if they had made you taller with the same features, eh, you would not look the same. You're a very wonderful artist. Oh. So sometimes when there are people who have, like maybe somebody who is a bit mightily endowed like Archbishop here, when he's sitting there, he says, I want to lose weight, I want to be like uh, Pastor uh, uh, Eric Jaja. No, I call Jim. No, I call your diet. Yeah, I feel, what you see, say, oh, are you okay? Are you well? <laughs> Is everything okay with you? Because, hey! Because the, the bone of your skull, like the, the skull, the, uh, you see, is bigger. It's in a certain shape and size, which matches your rotund body and your bugs of majesty. <laughs> and then, you have gone to now reduce it so much that now the body is slim and the head no intimacy because you can't change the skull and the size of the skull at that age. <laughs> so you see that your head is bigger than your shoulders. Hey! I'm not saying you shouldn't lose weight if you have to lose weight. You can, but there's a way where, where, where you lose weight. You look like an HIV patient. And then those of us who are slim, well, instead of maintaining your slimness, no, who did this are eating now? Then now your stomach is the, the whole thing goes into your stomach because the rest of your body doesn't have the, the, the capacity to expand. So it's only the stomach that can expand. So it's some way, power. When you see this type of very slim, tall people, then the stomach is very big. 
and the trousers has gone under the stomach. So his cabin looks like a pregnant woman. Please forgive me. I have not, not seen you. It's not because I've seen anybody. I'm just talking. What I'm saying is it not the truth. It's just a general observation. With God, remember his favors, all the favors you get. Promotions. Oh, when you are promoted, remember, remember that promotion does not come from the east, nor the west. Hmm. Sometimes, you see, you yourself do so much. You see, when you do so much to achieve something, it doesn't mean that the promotion or the elevation is from you. I will let you know that because... God told Solomon that I've given you wisdom. And yet, he studied so much and read so many books. Yes. He said, I searched out wisdom and to know the reason for things. Somebody that God has given wisdom, why do you need to read? Because it is that capacity he gave you that makes your brain able to look at animals and have a revelation from them. You look at ants, you can pick up a revelation. You look at lions, you can pick up a revelation. You look at eagles in the air, it's by that wisdom. But if you don't look at the eagles, you will never know what is happening there. He said he passed by the field of a slothful man and the man void of understanding. You see, because and then he, I took knowledge and understood. Not that he doesn't have wisdom, but you see, it's the wisdom God has given you that when you pass by and you look at a man who is always sleeping, always lying down. See, some of you can always, you pass by somebody who is always sleeping, always lying down, and nothing occurs to you. You can even see somebody who has divorced and he doesn't speak. You can see somebody who has been denying men, beautiful, but every day is with this brother, the, the next day is with another brother, the next day he doesn't say yes to anybody, but oh, Phil said no, who are fair, ain't you know, he has a kind of, um, a group of men is what, a group of gentlemen is what, like a bevy of girls, then a, a, a man, your friend will say, eh? A collection of men, okay, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> A collection of men. <laughs> it's like she has a collection of men. This one has a car. This one's own is a Benz. The other one's own was a BM. Another one had a Toyota Land Cruiser. He, another one was taking her to Dubai. That's why the woman of Samira, she has six, five husbands and had the sixth one who was not a husband. I'm sure each of them has something peculiar. But when you look at people, everybody has something there. This one is more romantic. This one is not romantic. This one is more generous. This one is not generous. This one is more business-like. This one is not big. This one sets you up to get your own money. And this one is always providing. They are all different. <laughs> this one speaks Queen's English. And this one, he, he, he's at your level. So you understand him. But this one, when he speaks, you can't understand. One lady was with her brother. They met their brother's friend. And as they were at the restaurant, they were discussing, talking things. Hey, where do you work? As I work at Wall Street, this and that, and the stocks and the bonds. And she couldn't contribute even one sentence to the whole thing. When they finished and they were going, he told him that, oh, it's like if I work with you, I'll, I'll speak good English. 
He changed his mind. It's like I'm not an English teacher to teach somebody I want to marry. He just left her. <laughs> if I work with you, I will understand English. Hey, our relationship is not a lecture or where we are coming to teach you how to speak good English. Hey, he ran away proper. Are you there still or you've gone home? So, let us speak to you. Whatever you have is from God. And you must know that. Solomon had wisdom and yet he was studying. So when you study, you pass exam. You may have, you may be clever. But if you don't study, you'll be surprised that you and the people who have sat and have bombed are all the same. There's nobody say he doesn't study and he passed. Don't, don't make that mistake. I'm telling you. Professor Christ studies. You see them in the night. Hey, people are asleep. They are still burning the midnight oil. And there are some people they feel that, oh, when I see this guy doesn't learn, so let me just follow him because we don't have to learn. We all pass. Share. When you are asleep, the person is learning. When you wake up, then he comes to play and you are also waking up and playing with him. And you, you slept when you were, everybody was sleeping, but he is awake. There are people like that. Don't follow everybody. Hey. One day I went to the room of a guy who had nine ones in our days. Nine, those O levels were not, I mean, like the normal O level, but very, he did nine subjects instead of eight. Everybody does it. He did nine. And he had one in all. So I was in sixth form with him. He was my house prefect. I went to his room. You won't believe it. Shock. He has a blackboard. And his bed is full of books. Chemistry is open. Biology is open. Physics is open. And then maths is also open. He did, I think he did four subjects also. Maths, uh, physics, chemistry. Well, normally you have to do three. Physics, chemistry, biology for the biology students. And then maths, physics, chemistry for the math science students. But he did maths, biology, physics, chemistry. Four of them plus general paper. Five. Why you go to his room, eh? Blackboard, chalk. His whole hand is full of chalk. His face is chalk. Not that he's eating it, but it's just, he has worked, he's working, calculations, doing things, and different books are open. The bed is, the books are on the bed. You ask yourself, where does he sleep? Meanwhile, he's the one who has intelligence. So when later he comes to say that it is by his learning that he has become who he is, that's when he becomes a fool. And thank God that he was a very solid believer up till today. Very solid believer. Like my professor here, he believes when he's even lecturing at a normal secular university where they've called him to come and do a presentation, you see him quoting scriptures. Oh yes. Very unlike many, many so-called, so-called Christians who don't want to show that they are Christians. But he would let you know that the Bible says this and the Bible says this and as God said this and the Jesus said this. Quoting scriptures with books by Bishop Dagwood Mills. That's my professor. You dear, you hide your own. Yes. But always thou shalt remember. You have to remember. Remember God. God is the first to remember and God must be remembered. So he said they remembered not his hand. I want you to remember God's hand. This year, God's hand is what has kept you here. Oh yes, it is God's hand. And many, if you don't pray, if you don't say thank you to God, you wait on the line, along the line, 2024 is coming. A new January is coming. 
A new February is coming, a new March. Another April will arrive and another September will come. If you don't learn to give God thanks for the January of 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, and you are always looking at what you don't have to determine how to say thank you to God, you are not doing well. You are not doing well. Because no matter where you are, you will always not have something. Even the richest people, sometimes they steal. Sometimes the richest people, they steal. Now you find people, you are feeling cold. Ah, okay. (laughs) The richest people, you see them, politicians, lawyers, this, 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 but they are still doing deals to get more money, even though they have more money laid up. Because wherever you get to, it's as if you still need something. So if you are not careful, you never say thank you with passion, with feeling. On Friday, we learn how to give God thanks with animation, with praises, with dancing, with shouting, with, with, with offerings. God is asking you to give an offering. Hey, things are not the same, you know. We are not in normal times. This is a new normal. I don't pay tithe because, you know, I have a lot of needs. Hey! Even as you are eating the tithe, you still have needs. More! But what you are saying is, Lord, I acknowledge your hand. I remember your hand. I remember your hand. Oh! In Deuteronomy chapter 5, listen to these remembrance verses. In Deuteronomy 5.15, And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath. He brought you out. That's why keep the Sabbath. Go to church. Go to church. Remember that you were a slave. Uh, you remember how boys deceived you and destroyed your life. Remember, everybody here, if you look in your life, there's something amiss. Yes, and God took you out of them. Yes, and brought you to himself. Yes, and gave you the Holy Spirit and said, you are now my child. Not just to sing hymns and come to church on Sunday morning, but for you to recognize that it, you used to be something that now you are different from. And what he's saying is that remember the change and acknowledge the change before God and therefore attend church based on that. Oh, since I gave my life to Christ, so I've always been a church person. Yeah. And I saw one of our ladies here Lady Pastor Dufier, she had had a surgery during the week. Very serious one. We were praying at dawn today. She joined. She said, this is the right thing to do. I cannot, but I cannot sit for long. So I'm lying down and I'm praying. I said, God bless you. That's the way to go. You see, when you love God and you, you appreciate what he has done, um, you are not careful about what you have and what you are. Ah, Second Samuel chapter 6. I'll show you. Ah, mini time. Oh, this service, no, it's short, but it's okay. Thousand, go on, verse 10 or 12, 10. Yeah. 
Okay, so carry the ark to the Obedidom's house. Very good. So then they told David that Obedidom's house had been blessed. You remember we used this verse for hosting cell meetings. Good. Then verse 11, and the Lord, the ark was then, God blessed Obedidom's house with 12. And David, it was told David that God had blessed Obedidom's house. So the Bible says that, David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom into the city of David with gladness. Uh-huh. And it was so that when they were, they that bear the ark of the Lord began six paces. He sacrificed oxen and fatlings. Continue. And David danced before the Lord. David danced before the Lord. David was the king. He danced with the Lord all his might. You, you are not a king. JHS graduate. Passing cry, if I challenge your results, you will see that you didn't really pass. And if even you pass, no, I will challenge you of the apple that you used. Kings are dancing with all their might. JHS graduates, graduates from KNUST, University of Ghana, you don't want to dance. You haven't been to university, you can't dance. You are not a king, you are not a director of a company. Directors cry are lower than a king. And those days, Israel was like the superpower of the world. So every king of Israel was like the king of the world. Like an American president type of... They, they feel that they are presidents of the world. Okay, we won't talk about that. But David danced with all his might. Tell your neighbor, next time, dance with all your might. <laughs> next year, by the grace of God, we are going to enter into praise and worship of a certain level in the church. Yeah. Praise and worship. Learning songs, singing, worshiping. I want to see lying downs. I want to see spontaneous lifting of hands. I want to see uh, 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 kneeling down and raising of the hands. Spontaneous. Not that everybody lift your hand. Everybody sit down. Everybody stand up. Those things, sometimes it worries, it worries me. Because it's like, if they don't say lift your hand, your hands are down. If they say lift your hand, you lift it and you put it down. Because it's like, It's like, what was the use of that? Yeah, but we learn all that. Because he danced with all his might. Dances. Yeah. Some of you, they, they, they are teaching dancing like, we all do this, we all do this. You will never do. It's like. Meanwhile, when you are in the nightclub, you see yourself. Then you that you have been sitting, standing here stiff like that. Sana, you can move your waist. And move your 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 breast and shake it in a way. When you are in the church, there. You are going to change 2024. Very quickly. And the Bible says that. He was gathered with a linen effort. The linen effort was the only one of its kind in the whole of that country. A linen effort. It's like the high priest used to wear that thing. When you put it on, it's like the designer dress that only you can wear. The Bible says that, and as he was dancing, all the people of Israel, the Bible says they brought away shouting. And with the sound of the trumpet, you should not be nervous when there's noise in the church. You shouldn't be nervous. Yeah. 
And the Bible says, and as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, that is David's wife, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. Because before the Lord, there is leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. You know, some of you, you'll be spying people who are dancing. You despise them. You look down on them in your heart. You won't say anything about, what is this? What is this? Why is he always coming forward to dance? What is this? Why is he always lifting his hand like that? Why? Why is he always? It's like, hey, Bishop Moise, a small, he, he doesn't grow. He's always like a small boy. Always running around, always playing around. Hey, you still dance, eh? Hey, you still shout, eh? Hey, you are still the same. Oh, you seem like you have not changed. You have changed, eh? You are backslidden, not changed. Not matured. She despised him. So we don't want Mikals in the church. And look at something. Oh. And they brought the ark of God to the Lord and set it in the place that David had made for it. And the Bible says, David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Then he returned to his house to come and bless his house. Is that not so? So David made an end of offering and, and, and he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Verse 19. And he dealt among them, gave them small, small of everything, the women and as well as the men, to everyone a cake of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. That's what we do at Christmas. Christmas we have a, on Friday we are having our Christmas service. Friday. That's the last, um, a carol service, yeah, a night of carols and you know being happy in the Lord and remembering the birth of our Savior. We have to remember, see, all of it is to help our remembrance that there was a Savior in our world because in America now they are trying to push away the remembrance of God, Jesus, and anything like that. So even the carols, they still want to sing them, but they want to ham. I mean, it's like remove anything like Lord, King, Jesus, Savior. Yeah. Joy. I was, I heard it myself. Joy to the world. There hmm, is come. Let earth receive her. Hmm. Oh, yes. Let every heart prepare hmm, room. Let hmm, heaven. You don't want to mention hmm, and hmm, hmm, and hmm, and hmm. Um, I said, ah, then why don't you find another word and use the, change the but why do you want to sing the same song but remove some words because that's the demon that is influencing people so he gave everybody so during the uh, first, uh, the carol services we give I think they give something drinks uh, a wine uh, something of wine some cake I don't know whether cake or popcorn uh, they give popcorn and so every year we have to be popcorn and drink. Israel for no We don't want people to complain against last year it was popcorn. The year before it was popcorn. Bishop there, he, since he saw popcorn, he hasn't seen anything again. Please change it small. Change it small. With scones. Okay, with scones. Rock bands. So David did it. And then, and a good piece of enflagging. So all the people left and went home. Verse 20. Then David returned to bless his household. Not to insult those who didn't come. Not to face those who didn't make it. But to bless his household. 
And Michal, the one who was standing by the window and looking down and despising the king, came out to meet David and said, how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. It's like you are, you are a useless king, village king. You have come and made yourself naked before sanquasis. Is it a word, sanquas? Sanquas. It's a word. Huh? Sanquas. Okay. It's a key word. <laughs> Some people thought it was English. <laughs> yeah. Look at how you are, you are facing your husband. You know? This type of marital beasts every day. And David said unto Michal, it was before the Lord, and listen to his, 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 oh, listen to his, which chose me, because he's remembering before your father, and before all his house, to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore will I play before the Lord. You see, he's remembering how he was at the backside of the desert looking after his father's few sheep and God sent the prophet to come to his father's house and they picked him up and they said, this small boy will be the next king of Israel. He was remembering it. You don't want to remember how you used to be. You were, you were a prostitute. You, you know yourself. Only that you was not official. And you are not registered with the prostitutes, National Association of Prostitutes. NAP. <laughs> you don't want to say, you are, a lot of us are, oh, I mean, we've all done some things before. And have one or two boyfriends. But actually yours was three or four hundred boyfriends. Not one or two. Two is more than two or one or two. It's more than three or four. It's more than ten or eleven. It's more than hundred and hundred and one. It's about three to four hundred. Not one or two. One, two or three. Three or four hundred. You are a slave queen. If it was modern day or today that they are analyzing, they will say you are a slave queen. Because you are a slave queen. When you come and they are dancing, the Lord is here. Say, God is here. Let's worship. Let's praise. We are, me, I'm also not emotional. I'm not emotional like an emotional person. No. I'm emotional because sometimes in in certain set situations where emotions are turned on by God's work and something that has blessed somebody, it, turn, it affects me. God uses somebody to bless someone and the person is recounting what the person has, I cannot hold back my tears because I am touched by what God has done in somebody's life. One day I was standing at my bishop's balcony many, many years ago. Nice. I heard them shout, hey, Juloy, hey, Tim, hey, hey, hey. A lot of people were chasing the guy. When I looked, I saw the guy naked. They were chasing him. I think they caught him as they were beating him. And they removed his dress. He just ran away. So they couldn't hold him. And as he was running, and he was running away, he was running. Oh, I'm a man, oh, like a grown up man. And he was fast. And of course, if people are looking for you to kill you, you will be fast. You will be fast. That day you see that you can beat Carl Lewis or uh, Usain Bolt. 
Yeah. <laughs> when I was Archbishop, I was there. I saw the guy on the veranda. The spirit of the Lord. Yeah. It came. It, I didn't even think about the guy again. I began to think about myself. Because he said, this could have been you. And I remembered how I was as a child. I've stolen my mother's coins in her bag before to buy chewing gum photo. Yeah. I'm sure she looked and said, ah, my, my money has just finished just now. But I won't say anything. You understand? So it's my mother's money. By all means, she would have given it to me anyway. But you know that your mother won't give it to you to go and buy chewing gum photo. So you go, you look, she's bathing, you look at that's a thief. A thief comes like this. And I was doing it at the age of eight, nine. Like this. I could tiptoe. You will not, even my weight is not big enough. Now, I'm tiptoe. You will not hear me. Then I take the bag like that. And then I look where the zipper is. Ah, the purse is here. Oh, Lord. My God. I hope there's money in this. So, I am some Ghana cities richer. But I didn't ask for it. I stole it. Even though it's for my mother, I'm still, I'm, still, I'm still a thief. I was young. Hey, then I moved from my mother to my neighbor. My mother sent me to go and buy, gave me money, go and buy charcoal. I went to play uh, towards the evening. I saw that my mother was crying. Hey, yeah, the charcoal have not bought. Yeah, by now the charcoal sellers have closed. So what am I going to do? I remember that my neighbors had a big barrel, black barrel, where they kept charcoal. I took the charcoal bag, just black charcoal bag. Again, you see, the skill of tiptoeing, I had mastered it. By this time, I was 12 years old. And then I went like this. A 12. I, I was not tall, so I buried myself in the bowl in the barrel and I was picking the big big one because I don't have my hands are not big too so I need I don't have time to be when I go I go and break them up (laughs) and then I put it in a bag coolly then I I misjudged the calculation for it to drop so it made hey they will catch me. Then I slowed down again. Then I went. I picked another big one. While I was picking the third one, somebody came to the room. Inside the room. So I, I, I kept quiet. The person too wouldn't go. So I had to continue my operation. So I collected another one. When it landed, it landed on the old one. So Then the person shouted, Juana! Oh, Jesus. I tell you. Usain Bolt, eh? His record is in the Olympic Stadium, but my own is behind my neighbor's house. I disappeared. With the charcoal. With the, with the ones that I've collected. Ah, what are you saying? Otherwise, the operation would have been useless. Oh, yes. Hey, I've risked my life like this. I should leave the thing behind. I collected it. Then... I was also feeling shy, so I wanted to hide it behind our house. And the neighbor and our house were the same compound, except that theirs was a separate place. 
I stood there when they were chasing that thief. The spirit of the Lord said, this could have been you. This could have been you. But as I stood on my bishop's balcony, I was a pastor who had given his life to Jesus. Who had now become a preacher of the word. Who had not given up this life that could have continued. I mean, every arm robber is a petty thief from his mother's kitchen stealing. And you too used to steal chicken from your mother's soup and your mother's stew. And drink her Fanta. And top it with water. And cover it skillfully. When your mother says, ah, this, 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 this uh, Sprite doesn't, it doesn't taste like the one. Where, uh, of course, you are out of way. Where did you buy this one? Else I hear flat, Kakra. Then you'll be quiet knowing that you have drunk half. And today you are sitting here, you have folded your arms, you are looking all angelic and. They used to pick you from secondary school. That man. And take you to Laos Inn. Laos Inn. Mamis. Uh, guest house. Mami. Mami guest house. Mami. Mami's guest house. To spend the weekend. And you told your people in school that your uncle has come for you to take you home. Meanwhile, no, you have you have gone with some other person who is not related to you to uh, Mami's guest house. And today you are sitting here looking all angelic. And that's why he says, "Don't forget, remember, remember, you used to be, you used to be, you used to be." Deuteronomy 8.2 e, My time is finished. And thou shalt remember I'm just giving you these verses then I close. Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandment or no. Remember God. I'm talking about God. Maybe another time I'll talk about people God has used in your life. But now God, remember God. Remember all the way he has led you from how you were born. Some of you, you should have died at birth. And you got delivered somehow. And you are sitting here. I know one of our pastors, Kevin, he said he died. He had an accident. He died. They took him to the mortuary. He was under the bodies. They are dead, dead body. He said in the night, a man came and said, there was a boy who was, a small boy who was brought here as part of the accident victim. Where is he? Where is he? Oh, he said, oh, the bodies are here. They went to look. Then he brought him out. He was alive. Now, if God saves you like this, what are you supposed to do with your life? I mean, what are you supposed to do with your life? What the mortuary? When you see him, he has scars from everywhere on his face, his skull, everywhere like that. Scars. From the accident, but he's alive. You don't want to remember what he has done. There are many things go all the way. The Lord, which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thy heart. Because some of us, our hearts are not correct. That's why you don't even come to church properly. God, your heart is not good. How you think about God is not right. 
Your remembrance is low. That's why your gratitude is low. Your remembrance is a direct, has a direct relationship with your ability, to, your, 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 your thankfulness is a direct relationship to your remembrance. The more you don't, David remembered, he couldn't stand still. <laughs> I'm sure he was working like a king. But as the thing was progressing, he said, I'm a king, so what? Hey! The boys came, they were dancing, holding their, uh, this thing like, Reverend Vampa said that he has his personal uh, instrument for praising God. I'm going to get my own personal instrument for praising God. He has a, it's like we are praising God. Me too, I have my own instrument. How come you don't have? Because you don't remember things. Don't remember things. Some of us have been in accidents, we have been saved. Some of us have been near death in fire and you came out. What are you supposed to do with your life? To thank him, to appreciate him, remember it and say thank you, Lord. We say we are having house fellowship. We say God is in the home where we have met. Two or three are gathered, he's there in the midst of them. We say you won't go there. Hey, maybe you don't know where you have come from. Next one, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Ah, he said, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that, thou, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Thou shalt remember. Tell somebody, Remember. Remember. Chronicles 16.12 Remember his marvelous works that he had done. His wonders and judgments of his mouth. Remember his marvelous works. Remember his marvelous works. Are you there still? Ecclesiastes 12.1, he says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Remember. Remember. When you are young, remember God. Don't wait till life designs your face before you start looking at things to remember. Are you there still? What remembrance do for you? One, remembrance will help you give quality thanks to God. Two, remembrance will make you humble. Three, remembrance will position you to please God. Four, remembrance will provoke God's favor for you. Five, remembrance will let God remember you all the time. Because when you remember God, he remember you. <laughs> it's a kind of double-edged sword. Remembrance will deliver you from the curse of forgetfulness. And then finally, remembrance will cause you to multiply his miracles in your life. Clap for Jesus. Remembrance is your master key to being a grateful person. Remembrance is your master key. If you don't, you have to, you see, some of you never keep a journal, like you don't write daily good things or even when somebody does something for you, you don't write it. So it's very easy to forget. The person who helped you at a junction that you couldn't help yourself. 
That one, I think I'll preach that one tomorrow. People God used in your life. Remembering people God used in your life so that you can be a grateful person to others. But today we are on God. How God has been kind. Remember where he has brought you from. Remember what he has done in your life. It will be the catalyst for quality thanks towards God. Clap for Jesus and stand. anything at all remember some of your hardships you used to eat only gary without sugar without granite because you can't afford anything today you eat anything you want to eat you just have to decide you are on it and anywhere you want to eat you just have to decide it's somewhere God has brought you from I say God is the one and when you have something, don't think that because you used a lot of hardware to get it, it's not from God. It is because God has given you that grace. That's why you are able to even work hard in that direction. Yes, that's why because I've given you wisdom. He says, oh, and now I'm studying. I'm not reading. Now when I observe things, I can learn things from them. And he learned from anything at all, including lazy people. He learned from any animals, all kinds of animals, the badger, the lizard, the spider, the ant, the, 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 the eagle, ravens. I mean, he learned from every kind of creature you can find. Low cost. He had knowledge for every. Before National Geographic came, before they could put camera on lions and, and put camera on uh, eagles to know what is happening as they fly and to study them extensively with modern technology. Solomon by the wisdom of God without drones without cameras, without having cameras that follow a particular animal for many years, without all those things, the wisdom of God gave him knowledge and understanding for all their ways shipped in the midst of the sea when he looks at men and women who are beloved, those things, he said wow these are four wonderful things Three wonderful, four, I don't even, I can't understand. The fourth one is the man with his mate. Because man and mate, they own tears yet that. Some guy went to meet God. And, and he said, um, God asked him what, he should give two requests. And that, will he like him to make a way from earth to come straight to heaven? Like a, a highway, like four lanes, or three lanes, or two lanes. And then the other one is, he wants to understand women and it's a joke but the joke says that God told him that okay then the lay you no know, from earth to heaven how many lays does he want because the other one is, is, is that he really wanted to understand the, how women that they, they are thinking and how to he wants to understand women and God said that oh, the lane the, the highway to heaven how many lays three four five or six this is easier to make a highway from here to heaven than to, to, to understand a woman. I mean, it's a joke, but I mean, it's also serious. Yeah. Lift your hand. Oh, yes. Semikai nyunya miaya.
Adiawa yamami Midimi nipadia yi Beba foria maye
Father, we thank you for your blessing. Oh, for all that you have done for us, for all the way you have led us. Sometimes some good things, sometimes some bad things. But we know that in all of them, you are teaching, you are guiding, you are helping to humble, to strengthen, to lead us, and to bring us to a place of great joy. We thank you that we can continue living a life of gratitude not only in 2023 not in only in 2024 but for the rest of our days we shall ever be grateful to you for all that you have done in our lives we give you praise in jesus name amen clap for jesus if you are here this is it clap for jesus you know jesus with all your might with all your strength with all your hearts with all your emotions give him proper thanks appreciation you are not giving money otherwise you will not have some some of you but you are clapping there as for your hands by the grace of god it's not paining you your hand is not difficult now you can give him praise now you can thank him now you can 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 at 4 o'clock we are going to demonstrate real thanks oh yes how many are going to be here no no that everybody must be here yes you don't have many chances in the year to have a special service to thank even today I was leading the prayers for pastors and shepherds for two hours thanking God I'm sure some people were feeling that ah, shouldn't we pray about other things or whatever we are thanking God yes that when we change the topic I think we have thanked him enough how can you thank him enough if you are here this morning maybe somebody invited you but you are not a born again Christian as every head is bowed and every eye closed I want to pray for you but please lift up your right hand so I can pray for you yes lift it up high God bless you I want to give my life to Jesus when you consider what he has done for you and how your life is I tell you only Jesus can make a difference lift your hand I want to pray for you God bless you I see your hand I see your hand if you have lifted your hand come to me right in front here so I can pray for you Come quickly. Come running, come running, come running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be a covering. His love will go freely. 
you can come. You can come. You can come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Those of you in front here, lift your hands and pray. We have a bishop who died recently. And we had three different services in his honor. And the testimonies. He led me to Christ. He taught me to have my quiet time. I mean, these are, today they find it valuable. But it was a struggle when he was teaching them. They wouldn't do it. Some are doing, they wouldn't do, always squeezing their ears slapping them, knocking their heads. But you see, years after, you see the value of investing such things in people. And they see how they have become. Because God can take your life eh, and make it very beautiful. Yes. And I thank God for these ones. Today is your first day of giving your life to Jesus. But it's going to be a journey you are going to continue. In some 10 years to come, 15 years to come, 20 years to come, some of you will be standing somewhere preaching and saying that I remember the day they preached about remember what God has done and where he has brought you from and give him thanks. Be an appreciative person. That's the day I gave my life to Jesus and all things are new. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Pray it with all your heart. Something new will happen to you. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I'm yours forever. In Jesus' name. Take out your communion elements. say we should eat the communion remembrance because it's easy to even now that we have this still people forget that he's our main lord he's our lord he is the one who started this whole thing and you see that remembrance is like eat this bread and drink this wine representing my body and my blood these are the two elements he came to leave. not the miracles but not the teachings, but the body. It's like remember, not even the teaching, but of course the Holy Spirit rem- remind us of the teaching. But He says that take eat this and remember me. Well, as often as you eat it, you are showing the Lord's death till He comes. Till He comes. It means don't forget my death till I come. And what was the death for? To pay for your sin and my sin, and to pay for the sins of the whole world. And that is our commitment. That. We love him because he gave himself for us and then we are also committed to let others experience him. Father, we thank you for the body that was broken for us in Jesus' name. The body of Jesus Christ.
you for the wine the blood that was shed for us in Jesus name the blood of Jesus grateful person and may your gratitude open a door for many miracles in your life may your gratitude attract God's favor may your gratitude cause him to remember you may your gratitude make him add to your life what he added to the life of that one leper who returned to say Lord I thank you I thank you once I was a leper but when I met you you changed my life you made things different I can't continue my journey without saying thank you to you we are saying thank you we are saying thank you we are saying thank you Jesus thank you my Lord we are saying deliverances supernatural escapes supernatural provisions supernatural promotions your amen is weak father let it be a blessing to everyone here in Jesus name amen we have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.